deal with is I have some spots. If you can help me announce that to your neighbor, tell them I have some spots. We're going to look at this text that you see it clearly there. Naaman is known as a mighty warrior, a valiant a fighter, a great man, a great victory. But yet it says he had leprosy. That means that as, as successful he was in his profession, he had some spots. He had some spots. Success stands out, does it not? Society notice successful people. We are in awe and entertained and intrigued by them. Therefore, we take, we take the time to be entertained by movies, books, articles, and TV shows about these peoples. For example, movies such as 42, the Jackie Robinson story, and Lincoln or Red Tails were big in the box office because of the success of these individuals. Now that we understand that maybe we all don't agree with what success is, but we can definitely have a different definition for success, but we can please agree with me, if you will, that when somebody recognizes you and uh, compliments you on doing a task, that equals success. We may not agree with what Naaman's success, but Naaman's success was agreeable to his master, for he was well respected and honored because of that. We see even in society that when you are complimented by one person and that equals success, maybe you compare yourself to that person to what successful is. We see that in our, our athleticisms and businesses and even in our own jobs that we might compare ourselves to our peers, to our contemporary, contemporaries or other businesses and corporations to see what success is. If one makes a billion dollars, we want to know how do they make a billion dollars. One ran faster than me. What can I do to run faster than them? One hit more home runs than me. What can I do to hit more home runs? If one's job grew, increased, and multiplied, what can I do? Somebody stop multiplied and divided, how can I get that stock and have the same thing? When we always look to see if someone was good at something, how can I learn from them and be successful too? But I'm not here to talk about necessarily just success, but also to point out just as when success is prevalent, so are some issues that might be in your life that might hinder you from being successful. Because in our text we see that Captain Naaman is successful he was recognized not only by the people but by the king. And look closely there. It says that God brought victory. Y'all see that, right? And, 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 and if you look at it closely, you might be perplexed, as I was perplexed when I first looked at it, that, that it says for Aram. Uh, Aram is not part of Israel. They're the enemies of Israel. But God used Naaman to bring victory to Aram, who is fighting against Israel. My, 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 my. If he can use anybody, he can use me. Naaman realized that even though I had leprosy, I was able to be used by the Lord to bring victory to Aram. Captain Naaman is successful because the Lord used him to bring victory, not because of his qualities or his characters. The text surely highlights that it was because of the Lord. Can I encourage somebody today that many times you had victory in your life. It was not because of the conduct of your character or the station of your life, but it was by the Lord. 
So God was using Naaman, and by God using Naaman, Naaman found favor in his life, and he was highly respected, and he was viewed as a great man by his master. But now the text also moves and shows us that as he was not necessarily perfect in character, he was successful in his job, but in his private life, we find out he had some issues. He had some spots. Just as his success stands out, so does his spots. This makes Naaman who he is, though. He can't have one without the other. This makes Naaman, this builds up his character, this builds up his story. Anybody here can tell the same story that your success, your success came also with some of your failures. Your success came in spite of some of the issues and some of the troubles that you had. Many of us can look and, and look at those who are successful. You look in definitely in basketball, and when people talk about the greatest player ever played, definitely in this modern generation, they speak of LeBron James, but yet even LeBron James is dealing in the shadow of Michael Jordan. And when they mention Michael Jordan, oh, he's six-time champion, never been defeated in the titles, ten-time scoring title. They go on and on how great he is. But when you talk to Michael Jordan, he doesn't say how great. He talks about how he couldn't do this right, he couldn't do that right. So he kept on working harder at his game because he was mad his big brother beat him. He got cut when he tried out for the high school team. So he always was trying to prove that you think they're better. These are my contemporaries. I'm going to work and be better. So we looked at his success was part of the spots in his life that, oh, you don't have a jump shot. He worked on a jump shot. You can't win the scoring title and be a champion. He said, well, I don't get the scoring title and be the champion. All these things were knocked against him. He says, I'm going to work on it, and they made him better. What I'm trying to point out, that you too may have spots in your life, but do not let your spots stop you from doing the best that you can. See, the story that Naaman has of leprosy, we find in the story that leprosy is a generic term for many skin diseases. So many times when we hear this word leprosy, we think of people's limbs maybe balled up in a knot, possibly falling off, but yet leprosy was a generic term, so he could have just had some lesions. He could have had eczema. He could have had all kind of just different skin diseases that did not limit him in his physical capability. Also, and if you look in Aram, it seems that in Aram, having leprosy or having a skin disease was not the same as viewed in Israel because in Israel, you had a skin disease. You were ceremonially unclean. You were cursed by God. It was a mark of your outward, your outward conditions, a mark of your inward condition, and you could not be in the fellowship of the people, but you had to be outside the camp. But yet Aaron was not outside the camp. He was in the camp and the captain of the camp leading them to victory. So it can appear to us possibly maybe his skin disease wasn't that as bad that it was to make him ceremonial unclean. It wasn't as bad to make him unable to socialize and be and, and be in the company of his contemporaries. But it was noticed that they realized that, yes, as successful as he is, there's something wrong with him. That's the problem in life, that as successful as you are, people always try to find something wrong with you. You know how the story goes, right? They build you up only to tear you down. They'll talk of how great you are, but as soon as you do something they don't like, oh, they're going to let you know who, who they, how they really feel about you. If the press is good now, then they, won't, they can't write anything because everybody will backlash on them. But as soon as they can pile on with everybody else, I told you they were no good. 
And we look into this text that Naaman, Naaman is seen to be successful, highly respected by his master, but yet he has an issue. But yet it did, not, it did not stop him from giving his best. And it looks closely here. It seems that Naaman was aware of his issue. Anybody here aware of your issue? Aware of your problem? And when you are aware of it, it's a beautiful thing because then you know how to work with it. When you are aware of it, you know how to use it for your benefit and not allow it to become an ailment and a problem to you. His issue, him, was his skin disease. But what is your issue? Maybe you have a big mouth. Maybe you have a bad attitude. Maybe you have a problem that you feel you always got to tell the truth, but it's not really what you're trying to tell. Maybe you have an issue that it's hard for you to give because you like to take. And these issues that you have, that you, when you can be aware of them, you can realize how they can either hinder you or you can come over them and you can be a benefit to others. Naaman could have made all kind of excuses to the king. King, I could go out and have a victory for you, but you know I have these problems. I have this skin disease. It, it, it's, it's hurting me. And, and, and check this out. Check this out. Do you think the king wants to hear that? And we don't want to hear that in our today's life. The reason is we deal in a result-based society. In other words, we like to see outcomes, successful outcomes. The master or the boss does not want to hear, I would have done it, but this will not cut it for long. Maybe the first time they might let you go, but I guarantee you got a project due. You got a job due. You got something to be done. And when they come by and it should be done, they, they, want, they don't want to hear, I would have had it done, but I had this problem. You should have fixed that a long time ago. Same situation in our lives that think about what is hindering you, what is stopping you from accomplishing what you know you should be able to accomplish, but you have allowed an excuse to come up. Yes, I said an excuse, an excuse to come up to hinder you from getting it done. I, I, I'm, I'm going to bring something that's probably going to blow your mind. It's probably going to blow your mind that everybody has 24 hours in a day. I figured y'all catch on. But the irony that, th that how that works out is just that everybody has the same day to get work done, that the issue is that everybody use their time differently. And the way we use our time is important to show what is our priority and what we need to get done. And we know that if you definitely go out to a farmer, a farmer gets up as soon as the sun comes up because he's going to work as much as he can while the sun is up until the sun goes down. Once the sun goes down, then he goes and does work inside the house until it's time to go to bed. How often do we take advantage of our time when we do make, oh, I'm tired today. I was up late last night. Oh, this was going on. This was going on. Everybody has issues and problems that come upon our life. That's all right. But if, if it's a routine thing, then you got an issue. I said one time is all right, but if it's every time, then you have an issue. Naaman had leprosy. It wasn't going anywhere, so he could use it every time. I, I was about to go king, but yet <laughs> my skin disease, you know, was, this was one of those bad flare-up days. But he went on anyway. What I want to point out to us, that we all have issues. We all have some spots, but yet God can use us. And when you look at Naaman, that it says that God brought great victory through Naaman for Aram, 
even though he was a leper. One thing I like about that verse, you see where the leprosy is mentioned, is mentioned at the end. It's basically saying this is who he is, but by the way, he has some spots. I want you to understand that's almost like a footnote. It's not the main subject matter. It's a footnote to give you a background to understand that he was able to overcome some problems, some issues in his life that did not hinder him from being victorious. Can I encourage you that there's another person like named Moses who had problems, but God was still able to use him? Moses was called by God. And look, look, if you look at that, God calls Moses miraculous from a burning bush that's not on fire, but look like it's on fire. Speaking out of a burning bush, tell him, take off your sandals, you're on holy ground. Speaks to him and says, I'm going to use you to bring out my people out of Israel. This is what you've been waiting for. Moses says, hold up. <laughs> I would like to, but I got a speech impediment. Now, now think about it. Wouldn't God already know that? Earth to God, you made me, I got a problem. I, I, I made you so I can use you. Hello, somebody. I want you to realize that you see things as difficulties and problems that you can't overcome. But God said, I made you just this way so I can use you. And so when, when Moses finally understood that God was going to use him anyhow, Moses gave up and said, all right, I'll take Aaron, but all right, I understand, God, you're going to use me. Same thing with Naaman. Naaman had leprosy, but he realized God was able to use him, that he was continually going out, bringing forth victory after victory for Aaron. Can I encourage you that no matter the issues, the problems in your life, when you make yourself available to be used by God, you too will see victory after victory after victory after victory in your life life but it does not mean you won't have issues for every mountaintop there is a valley but I guarantee you if you can get out the valley you can get back up to the mountain and 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 you know that when those who climb those highest peaks it's not a straight climb they go up they go down they go up they go down and the same thing in our lives, just to get to our peaks, we're going to have some ups. We're going to have some downs. But don't give up while you're walking. <laughs> Keep your eye on the prize. Knowing this is what I'm working for. This is what I'm striving for. This is what I am pushing for. Yes, I have some issues. Yes, I have some troubles. But they will not hinder me. They will not stop me. I will use them to push me. To do better. Can I encourage somebody that sometimes in your life, the issues that come up in your life is only there to push you closer to God. Things that I, I, I've realized in my life, I hope you realize these same things, that there's times that when stress comes, problems come, and you want to take them out on those who are close to you, that's the moment and the time that you learn to love them better. I lost somebody. It's not the time that you abuse them, you misuse them, and, and, and mistreat them because you can, because they're in your house. No, that's the time that you leave your burdens, your stress at the doorstep. And you bring in love, peace, and joy, and happiness in the house. Knowing that I have some issues, but it's not going to stop me from giving God my best. Because when you give God your best, you show him how I love one another. I be courteous to one another, gentle to one another. In spite of the troubles, in spite of the thorns, in spite of the issues I have in my life, I'm going to give God my best. Because why? God is looking to use you. 
So just as God did for Moses and Naaman, he can do the same for you. He can use you for he made you and the Lord can help you overcome the issues in your life. Recognize your spots. Seek to fix your spots, but do not allow your spots to stop you from doing your best. Because God is looking to use you. He's looking to use you when people say you cannot be used. He's looking to use you even when people want to point out your spots. He's looking to use you knowing that you may be broken, but yet you still can be blessed. He's looking to use you because he is able to use you. He's looking to use you because he made you for his glory. He's looking to use you because others want to abuse you, but God wants to use you. He's looking to use you because the enemy does not look to use you. He looks to kill, steal, and destroy. He's looking to use you because he wants to give you life and life more abundantly. He's looking to use you because he wants to give you his joy, and his joy is everlasting. He's looking to use you because he wants to give you his love, and his love never fails. He's looking to use you because he sent his son to die for you so that you could be used by him. And what I love about how he's looking to use you, that when he uses you, he gives you power. Most of our modern technology gadgets we have, before you use it, they tell you to charge them. And, and if you get them and you don't properly charge them and use that battery, you're not going to get the full extent out of that equipment. Because they, ch- they, ch- they test, they test, they challenge, know that these how you collaborate the battery to make it work. They tell you how all kind of things. I-, I guarantee you read your instruction booklet. You're going to find out every once in a while it tells you to let your battery die so it can charge back up to maintain battery life. And I want to and, and encourage you this, that God wants to use you. But are you willing to follow the instructions? Because when you're willing to follow the instructions, you find out that you can't make it on your own, that you need to be charged. And when you allow yourself to be charged, you find out though you are, you're indicated, may say you're running low on battery, you know that I got a hookup. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got a hookup that's about to charge me up and give me the strength, the energy, and the power to make it. Can I help somebody out to realize that when you get low, you got some spots, you got some troubles, you got some issues in your life, you can remind yourself, I have a hookup. And if I hook up to him that's able to do all things and that's able to give me power for the riches of his glory to do exceedingly and abundantly above and beyond what I can ask or think or even imagine, I'm able to see victory happening in my life, realizing that I can overcome the spots in my life because there's going to be some spots, there are going to be some blemish, but I'm so glad that there's a blood of Jesus and what can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. And we sure enough know that if I confess with my mouth and believe in my heart that Jesus Christ is my Lord and my Savior, then watch out. I can show enough confess and say, Lord, I messed up, and he can cleanse me of all unrighteousness. And so people can point out our spots, but we can point out our success. You have some spots, but yes, but I'm kept by the grace of God. You have some troubles in your life, but yeah, he can speak to them. Because we realize that though I may have spots, though I may have issues, they cannot stop what my God can do. 
And so we look at this text. We see Naaman was a successful man, a mighty warrior, well-respected, had favor from God because of God using him, but yet he has spots in his life. You, too, can have that same byline. People can look at you and say, oh, you're successful. You're this, you're that, you're that. And you can point out, yep, but I have some spots, but God can still use me. God can still use me. In this series, we continue on being under the spotlight. I want us to point out to us that no matter what condition you're in, no matter what situation of life you're in, you're not out of his reach. He can use you. He can groom you. He can mold you. He can shape you. And you can do awesome, wonderful, magnificent things. That's why Paul writes it in Ephesians, the third chapter, when it says, verse 21, Now, all glory to God, who is able through his mighty power and work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. Glory to him in the church and in Christ Jesus through all generations forever and ever. Amen. And that is why he, we, we are able, because all glory and power to him who is able to use us to exceedingly, infinitely, above and beyond what we can ask or think or even imagine. If he can use anything, he can. Let's pray. Lord, we come right now, God, making ourselves available to be used by you.